Okay, getting into the top video games of 2020. This was a list that I wasn't expecting to have too many nominees for because with 2020, there was a lot of games that came out underdeveloped or uh, not unoptimized, which means the developers, I mean, they work, obviously they work on the game like night in and night out, which is why it's a big thing in the gaming industry with developers being pushed too hard and what's what referred to as time crunch. So for a lot of games in 2020, they didn't come out fully optimized and that hurt the experience for not only me, but a lot of players or gamers in the industry. But some of the games that were really optimized, or not even optimized, just games that was the most well-rounded is on this list, my uh, on this top video games of 2020 list, because not only was it a good game for the most part even if even if like most of the game was buggy it, it was still enough in enjoyment i didn't hit my pop filter it it was still enough enjoyment that you could get through the game without being like this is a chore or a task like you enjoyed playing the game so a lot of video games on this list just embody that enjoyment and taking you out of reality and putting you into something that you want to keep putting hours upon hours into. So the first game I have on this list uh, is, of course, Last of Us Part 2, the game that won the best game of the year for the Game Awards. And The Last of Us 2 was released in June 19th exclusively for the PlayStation 4. Now, I don't know if the Game Awards are doing this on purpose, but I and I don't know if the reviews or the critics are doing this on purpose, but for the PS4 to have two exclusives win Game of the Year back-to-back, because -back, I think last year it was like um, Sekiro, and I think that was an exclusive for the PlayStation 4. For them to have back-to-back -back Game of the Years just has to hurt Microsoft in, in a way that makes even more sense why they would just totally switch up the rollout and go a completely separate direction than Sony with the um the game pass with the game pass just trying to like outdo the competition by creating a whole new lane and i think that's what they're trying to do with the subscription model and having a bunch of games that you can just subscribe to instead of having the exclusive model like sony is now like notorious for especially with the last of us part two winning game of the year like i just mentioned along with uh Sekiro. So Microsoft's gonna have to deal with that somehow. But anyways, that was on that list. Um, and next we have Final Fantasy VII, the remake, which came out April 10th for the, exclusively for the PS4. So this was like, I thought this was gonna win Game of the Year. Um, actually, like I thought this had a high chance of winning Game of the Year because it wasn't only a remake, but they remade the entire ending of the game, kind of, and if you like, watch the game you'll understand what i'm talking about but for those who don't want spoilers just know that this is not just a just a complete no type of innovation type of remake like they put a lot of effort into this and the way that they remade this um to go along with the original is definitely commendable because like for most games you you just try to like get the cash and then get out before um, Square Enix to even take the time out to, to create a whole new ending which makes sense and to go into sequels and to make it more enticing for people to know that these are remakes but we're still adding new stuff to make it enjoyable for a new time 
like uh, first time uh, Final Fantasy players. It's just it's just something that's uh, why it's on this list. So and of course, it's another PlayStation 4 exclusive. Oh, yeah. Moving on to Demon Souls. Uh, this came out November 12th uh, on the PS5. And this game was just fully remade but for uh, the PS5. And they said that it was uh, really optimized, which means uh, the which means a lot in, in 2020 because a lot of games just uh, kind of came out came out unoptimized and, and not working. Which is I'm I'm glad to see a lot of games that did work on this list. Moving on, we had Animal Crossing: New Horizons, and that's not surprising at all. As I knew when this game came out, a lot of people I think this is the biggest game for females of 2020. Like. Just Animal Crossing in general is just one of those games that a lot of like like women get excited for it. It's because uh, I thought for the most part Animal Crossing was just just had a huge fan base, but I think the fan base is like mostly women, but it's like a huge fan base. So it's it's like they they pride it as the own like the the prize possession or something like that. Like Animal Crossing is, is definitely a a game that will start a, a social interaction if like a if a person knows you have one or have the game so animal crossing definitely deserved to be on this list uh platform of course a nintendo switch exclusive and came out on march 20th then we have another ps4 exclusive and ghost of Tsushima, which came out july 17th for the ps4 and the ps5 this game was amazing from what I could tell and just for it to not be a Sekiro clone 101 it is probably took a lot of uh, um, guts from I think Sucker Punch made this yeah took a lot of guts guts from uh, Sucker Punch because the playstyle could have been like exactly like Sekiro and people wouldn't have complained too much because this game for the most part was slightly unoptimized but it ran good enough uh, that it just didn't crash on you like some other games we're gonna get to that in a second but so this game was a great uh ps4 exclusive and not only did it stand off on its own it um earned the right of having a sequel which i'm heard is in the talks of being made well not in talks it's in development basically next we have doom eternal now this game was something that a lot of fans uh and gamers uh love to talk about because doom eternal kind of rejuvenated the franchise as this game came out for like every platform um came out march 20th and the shooting mechanics reminded them of the what they uh what they first found when they fell in love with doom like this shooting these type of shooting mechanics that upgraded for the new generation is just something that bethesda just um they, they just have that down to a T. The, the, the way that you just move across the, the battlefield and take out different enemies is definitely like a game of chess in the way that the mechanics are implemented it on the higher difficulties. Now, if you're playing lower difficulties, you won't get the full experience from what I'm being told. But if you play on higher difficulties, you really have to um, use all the resources and mechanics that the developers give you to get across the battlefield. And that's something that um doom doom eternal just knocks that right out of the park which is why they're on this list and this is a game for microsoft uh fans too so <clears throat> they finally got one that uh 
they can actually play so <laughs> instead of not having any games so and then last but not least uh well there's actually two more here um okay so fall fall guys ultimate knockout was something that i kept hearing throughout the whole year but never really paid too much attention to for what reason I don't know maybe because of the look maybe because of the actual like gameplay but i just never like felt the need to look into what this game was about so this came out august 4th for the ps4 and pc um and they was just saying that this game was just pitting players against each other on environments causing mass battle royale type chaos additionally the art direction is just very unique as you can tell if you actually like um, look up the game you would tell right off the back that this doesn't look like any other triple-a type game And they just said fall guys is just a perfect example of, of how much fun you can have with a video game uh, With your friends, so it's like a Nintendo style game in my opinion, but it's for the ps4 and PC So that's interesting to see Then we had um, Lastly on this list We had the call of duty black ops Cold war zombies a new beginning and a lot of people are enjoying this game and, and it's just one of those uh type of games that it's just like it's just call of duty like call of duty comes out for every platform um it came out november 13th and people just now appreciate call of duty type games more because when a 2020 full of games that are unoptimized call of duty still runs well and having games that you can come to year after year giving you new content and still feeling kind of uh that nostalgia of older games is just something that i i'm starting to understand why players always come back to call of duty because it's simple pick up and play and then this is not on the list but my honorable mention would probably be spider-man miles morales is because i played the game probably so i'm probably being biased in this pick but i think that the spider-man miles morales game is a really good game and should get some type of consideration as far as like top games of the year and it, and it was optimized of course i only crashed once on the um final mission when there was a lot going on on the screen i think the screen went like totally red and it just like sh it literally blue screen my ps4 so like i said a lot of games this year came out unoptimized so but we give it a pass as the spider-man miles morales was a great um extension of the spider-man 4 uh spider-man ps4 universe so the next spider-man ps4 game the sequel to that game it's just going to be amazing. So yeah, click my link here in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of the top video games of 2020? And what would you say is the best game of 2020? So yeah, now we're going to switch it up and get into the top mobile games of 2020.